do it. All right, we're going. Uh, yeah, here we go. Episode forty-three. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was a damn good one. <laughs> it's going to taste good today. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to do a little intro music there. I'll do it. Well, we got an intro opening a uh, can of beer. <laughs> oh, good. Talking about throwbacks. All right. Talking about throwbacks. Here we go. Friends. Look at you. You know by beat now. That's impressive, Friends. dude. Oh, yeah. Just uh, got our group of this stuff. Friends. How many of us have been? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 43. You know, I, I figured I'd start off with friends because... Um, you're my friend, but right. obviously. Um, but coming off episode 42 last week, which was awesome. Yeah, those guys, and, they're a uh, fun group. Just, All of them. They're just a fun good group. people, yeah. you know? And it's like you, you just talk and you say, hey, we're going to do a podcast. What do you think? And, and it's yeah. like, yep, be there. I'll be there. I'll yeah, be there. And, and it's like good. I hadn't even talked to them. And I was like, I think it was like an hour beforehand, and I'm getting texts. Hey, we're still on for today, right? <laughs> and I'm like, Tony and Colleen always—they always take it to another level, man. Oh it's fun God. and a fun level. I still got my nuts over there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, <laughs> Same for the holidays. Oh man. God, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be Uncle Jimmy's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Jimmy's nuts. Oh God. And you got a story behind it, which is oh great. yeah, those, those guys are funny. Oh uh, yeah, so. I had so much fun with last week's show, and, and you know we were due for that, and it just came together so perfectly. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, good people. So and all the all the drinking songs. And then you know, was, oh God, how many songs did we name? 50, 60? Oh, we, we went around and around and around. Kept going but around. it was good. They were all, they were all great, good songs. Great yeah. songs. Great songs. Yeah. So yeah, that was a good topic. And then you we got to learn a little bit about each other, yeah. which was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I blew all. No, I was hoping that you would like say like the, the first one was so obvious. I'm figuring you're like, okay, let these guys. That's true. I, I know you know it. Dude, we were two hours in. I had had a few beers. Oh, I, it, that <laughs> one's true too. I know you know that. I know. <laughs> Shit, I think one of them, you were there. It's like I know you know. I was freaking cranking up. I was. I listened back and I'm laughing my ass off. Oh like my your reactions. <laughs> <laughs> and the other guys are like, Jesus, this tr- that's true. Jesus, we just shut up. They're like, Norm, Jimmy is your show wife. You said in advance. Like, you can't know it. I don't know. That was just really funny. But, uh, yeah, so you didn't know I had a little black butt in me. No, no, mm. I did not. See, if somebody yeah. had said, Jimmy or Norm has black blood, everybody would point to me. Right. Like, it's Jimmy. Yeah. Funny stuff, so little known fact. So episode 43 of Riding Shotgun with Norman Jim. Thanks for joining us. Um, the greats to wear number 43. 43, okay. I wrote down a good share here, okay. so I'll okay. check them off as you name. You go first. All right, uh, I'm going to go with a basketball guy who I remember, good ball player, Jack Sigma. Ah, there Sonics he is. In Milwaukee Bucks. Very good ball player. Great ball player, man. Yeah. Used to love him because it was like, the you'd get that second game and it was at West Coast and playing yeah. for the Seattle Supersonics, yeah, Jack yeah, Sigma. he was good, very good. Yeah, I don't remember him with the, the Bucks though. Yeah, that was at the tail end of his career. He still was good. He was a very good fundamental ball player. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with somebody pretty popular here in this town for the last few years, okay. Darren Sproles. I'm going to go with somebody in this town before Darren Sproles, Roy Nell Young. Roy Nell Young, toast. I got no, no, he wasn't toast. I was oh, no, Jenkins no. was toast. Yeah, Roy Nell yeah. was good. I saw, he was on I saw the, Jenkins. Yes, I saw Jenkins. He was, he was on the Super Bowl 15 Eagles. Yes. Very good ball. Roy Nell was great Roy ball was player. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I called him toast. It was Izel Toast Jenkins. Correct. Uh, another guy with a... Uh, with a nickname, 
I'm so, going to go with Flyer. Okay. Rob Flacky Hockey Flackheart. Oh, the Flacky Hockey. It was the only Flyer I could find. I'm going to go with Troy Palomalo from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, that's a stunner. Dude, he's Awesome stunned. ball player. He awesome. might be the best number of 43 on my list. You might have someone better. Okay. He's, I don't know. I might I'm have looking. someone better. Okay. I'm looking, and he might be my best okay. 43 on the list. Okay. I love Troy Palomalo. He was very good. He played the game. Awesome. He's not in the Hall of Fame. He will be very soon. This one might surprise you. Okay. Uh, played for Cleveland Browns, running back, good. I think he had a brother that played in the league also, Mike Pruitt. Mike Pruitt, well, I don't know if Mike Pruitt and Greg Pruitt were brothers or not. And oh, okay. they, they actually played on the same team at one point. I don't know if One was a returner. Or, yeah, one was a returner and a running back, and the other one was, I don't know, a third down back. I yeah, know yeah. Uh, Greg went to Oklahoma. I'm not sure where Mike the Mike Pruitt went? I don't know. Yeah. I don't okay. know if they were brothers or not. Okay. But, yes, I definitely remember. Oh, them. they were brothers. They were brothers. <laughs> I'm going to go with, from the Redskins, Larry Brown. Larry Brown, Good nice. ball player, yes. I did not have him on my list. You know, it's, fun. it's funny. I, I scanned the 43s. I found this one site with some really good oh, ones. Okay. So I always try and pick out you know, okay. the most popular that I can okay. find there. Yes. Um, how about this one? Dennis Eckersley. Eck is who was, I was going to say who was better. Might be him. better. I because thought that's who you might say. Eck, yep. And Eck. I can't believe I uh, stole your thunder there. But no, yeah. no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with uh, somebody who screwed up the Sixers, Jeff Ruland. Ooh, bad Jeff feet. Ruland, bad feet, bad hand. Played bad trade. Games. Terrible trade. What the they hell? fucked up the Sixers. The Sixers were on a verge of being a dynasty in the 80s. And Say, they, just they, get Barkley. Get Barkley. Keep Malone. Keep a oh pick. You know, they, oh, they screwed it up. But... That's why they're the Sixers. And and what the hell? Why? Mm-hmm. Jeff Rowland, he sucked. He sucked. I mean, he was good with him and Mahorn at the Bullets. But then, and he wasn't that good. Mm-mm. Not that good at all. Bullets, that's funny. Yeah, he was. Oh, not the Bullets. Well, now it's whatever. No, but it was the Bullets. It was, it was the Bullets, exactly. Well, uh, how about this one from the Phillies? Randy Wolf. Randy Wolf, the Wolf Pack. I, I don't know, Wolf Pack out in the outfield. And his brother is uh, a major league umpire. Oh, get out of here. I didn't yeah. know that. Yep, yep. Wasn't allowed to umpire his games. Okay. He, I think he did the bases for a couple of his games. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah that's, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, I'll go with Gerald Henderson, who played for the uh, Phillies and uh, the, the Sixers and the uh, Celtics. He was 43 on the Celtics. Gerald Henry. Henderson. Oh, my God. Player. I forgot he, he ended up on the Sixers. Yeah, he ended up on a couple teams, but he started yeah. with the Celtics, and he was very good. Very good. A guy very popular right now in the NBA, uh, quietly. I shouldn't say popular, but very good in the NBA. One of the best players, I think, in the NBA. Pascal Siakam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toronto? Yeah, Toronto. Yeah, good, good ball player. Team. Yeah. Great ball player. Good ball player. Yeah, I think he finally got paid, though. Okay, I'm going to go with another basketball player. Again, somewhat connections to the Sixers, Brad Doherty. Yeah. They should have picked him, he's but they in, fucked it up. He's big in NASCAR right now. Like, yes, he, he is. Yes. Yeah, big. He's, someone, he's from Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I only got two more on my list. Uh, I'm going to go Phillies. All right. Because hopefully you'll guess the other guy. Uh, J.A. Happ. Okay. I remember Happ. Yep. Yeah, and now he's bounced around. I think he's with the Yankees this year even. I don't know. He's okay. been bouncing around. I'm going to go with one of my favorites when I was growing up on the Raiders, George Atkinson. Nice. George hates Lin Swan, and I love the fact that he hates Lin Swan. Even to this day, he hates, he Lin, hates Swan. Lin Swan. And they, they tried to like arrest him, or Chuck Noll wanted him arrested for like assault on the field. And it's beautiful. It's great. The, the, the rivalries back then are awesome. All right, I'm going to go uh, throw back to the 70s as well. Um, from the hated Dallas Cowboys, Cliff Harris. Cliff Harris is very good. Great Him and Randy White back there. Oh, my God. They were very good. Yeah, I was thinking about him too. 
Um, let's see. I'm tapped uh, out, by the way, at 43. Okay, I'm going to go with a, a hated Yankee, Jeff Nelson, who was like a 7th, oh, 8th yeah. inning guy for the uh, late 90s, early 2000s Yankee. Jeff Nelson, he was a good yeah. player. Yeah. And I think he played, I think he ended up going out to Colorado, played. Oh, did he? Yeah, for the Rockets, yeah, I he think. Was good. Yeah, so. Uh, Is that I anything else? 43s? Yeah, I think that's it for me. Yep. All right, cool. So let's uh, move on to some news this week. So Texas and Mississippi are catching a lot of flack because uh, the governors, and I guess as of Tuesday, March 10th, Mm -hmm. in Texas, no mask mandate. Oh, okay. So, and then Mississippi, the same thing, no mask mandate. And the media, I mean, uh, our president called them Neanderthal thinking. Um, Whatever. I'm like, and and I got a... uh, on LinkedIn, right? I'm connected to a lot of people still in the energy industry, and uh, they had a golf outing this week. And I'm looking at the pictures. <laughs> he went back to his bar afterwards, Jimmy. Every server, every person working there, it was like a restaurant bar kind of thing. Packed. Packed. Nice. Not a single mask on a worker or anybody in sight. Wow. Nice. And I'm like, fucking Texas. <laughs> well, you know, I hope it works out. I hope there's no spikes. I hope so, too. I mean, you know, the whole thing is, and I get it, and it's like the more you read, you you just got to stay away, right? I mean, I try and read to educate myself, but they're talking about this variant, the UK variant. Now, there's a South African variant. There's all these kind of variants. It's funny that you're allowed to call it that, but you weren't allowed to call it the Wuhan virus, whatever. (laughs) The Kung flu. (laughs) Uh, I'm just like... So these variants are very much more, right? They, They say, you know, these... I mean, it's what viruses do. They find a way to penetrate. Mutate, exactly. Mutate, yeah. And right. and it's like, so, I don't know. Um, the flu is basically non-existent this year. Mm-hmm. You got coronavirus. It's out there. Uh, I think the reason why the flu, I think a lot of the steps and things we've done, I think maybe, yeah. is why the flu. I also said the fact that we had less travel coming in. And the flu usually comes from the Western Hemisphere. There was nobody coming here from there, and they were staying isolated themselves. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, I, I think a lot played into that. Um, but my feeling on what these governors are doing is the right thing. Give people their freedom. Let them choose, right? If I still want to wear a mask, I'll fucking wear a mask. You can wear a mask forever if you want yeah, to. Yes, so I was going to say how many people wore a mask, but nobody did. You, you know, you still can have it in your pocket. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel comfortable, throw it on. Right. You know, I mean, you think about what we're doing here. I mean, you go into a restaurant or bar, you got to wear your mask, but as soon as you sit down, you can take your mask off. Right. You know, what is uh, Corona only live up here, but not when you're sitting? No, it's there. You know? It's the whole... You're walking by people, right? Yeah, it's the, yeah, yeah. it's what they're trying to do, and they're trying to sit you further away. I mean, they're, you know, now there's talk, and it's like 100% capacity in restaurants and stuff down there, too. Like, they literally don't give a fuck. They're, they're starting to open up in the state of Pennsylvania and Philly on Monday. Mm-hmm. It's 20 people per 1,000 feet or something like that. So Great. They're, they're going to start opening up more and more. Meanwhile, this state, we're 49th out of 50 with the freaking vaccine. I mean, they're just fumbling like crazy. Yep, I mean, my in-laws got it. Um, and they were supposed to get their second shot this weekend, and they didn't get, uh, they already got the notification that they don't have any at the place. So now they're put back at least a week. Huh. So, but yeah, Pennsylvania's just falling down yep, with the yep. uh, vaccination. So mm-hmm. we are um, really one year away from the big shutdown right now, right? One year ago. Yeah, it was right. It was the it, probably next weekend. 
it was, was the week or uh, a couple days before St. Patrick's Day. Was I was weekend. out with Tony and Andrew, and Andrew's like, "Oh my God, they they pulled the people off the floor of the NBA that game. It was the 12th. Mm-hmm. Next day, they shut down all the schools. The 13th, Friday the 13th, is when they shut all the schools yep. for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. <laughs> Flatten the. Right. I was curve. down. I, I was actually, hear about that yeah, anymore. I was actually down the shore for St. Patrick's Day weekend. And it was all fine, and I remember us talking about it, and we're like, "What? What are they doing?" And sure enough, that Monday or that Sunday, I remember being on a like a, a conference call, like, "Hey, this is what we got to do tomorrow." Month being me and Monday, I'm like, "What? What?" Yeah. And yeah, it, it happened fast. All the rules, restrictions, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, my company, mm-hmm. we shut down on the 13th. Yeah. Uh, I was in Florida last year. This time last year, I just got back. So the first week of March, I was in Florida for the entire week for meetings, and. They were telling you there, you know, let's not shake hands, do this. Everybody was like fist bumps. You know, that was the th- that was like the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. They had hand sanitizer at every table. Yeah. So it was like the thought was, all right, it's here in this country now. But it was like, what really in the country? Just you didn't know how bad. Yeah. But it made me think of, you know, one year ago, March 2020, yeah. Fauci on 60 Minutes. And, and this is pretty much what Fauci said. I'm going to give you the transcript. Okay. <laughs> So the 60 Minutes interviewer said, there's a lot of confusion among people and misinformation surrounding face masks. Can you discuss that? And this is what Fauci said. Masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Now, when you see people and look at films in China or South Korea, whatever, and it is everyone wearing a mask. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. And the interviewer said, you are sure of it? Because people are listening really closely right now. And Fauci said, right now, people should not be. There is no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a droplet. But it's not providing them the perfect protection that people think it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People can keep fiddling with their mask, and they keep touching their face. That was what Fauci said one year ago in March. Now the fucking guy wants you to wear two masks. It's like, what the fuck is it? And he can can say, because he tried to backtrack it, but you can't get me to every time this guy opens his mouth that I want to believe this guy. And I I do have, I'll self-admit, I have a hard on for this guy. I'm I'm very pissed off at Fauci. I feel like this guy um, just has way too much control. I felt like Trump gave that guy way too much control and he just fucking ruined our economy. Literally, right? And didn't save us from a pandemic at all. Flatten the fucking curve, never happened, right? That fucking curve went up and down and it's still going up and down. We're we're coming back down again and he's out going again. Oh, we're going to be in by the end of March. This thing's going to be rooted up again. Okay, so now he's got leading indicators and he's... This fucking guy, I don't trust Fauci yeah. at all. Yeah. So and everybody my, hangs on his every word. And like you said, he's destroyed the economy. He is. And so that was my news from the week. The, the last news. Well, actually, I actually have a couple more things from news of the week that you might find interesting. So what's up with Cuomo? <laughs> well, he was the hero back in back when? Six months ago? <laughs> yeah. A year? Whatever? Killed 50,000 people by putting them in nursing homes with COVID. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He seems like a kind of a jackass, doesn't he? So that being said. This guy is getting raked over the coals for uh, being a single man. That's what I'm going to say. He's a Yep. He's in a position of power 
But some of this shit that's coming out, like the one girl that worked for him or something and saying that um, they were at some function or whatever. And they were probably doing flirting stuff. And, and he, he pulled the old, uh, what was it, um, Joe Namath. Hey, can I kiss you? <laughs> was it a subordinate? It was. Ooh, it's not good. No. That's so that's good. the sexual okay. harassment thing. But it's like, oh my God. Dumbass. Dude. Like, yeah, total dumbass. Come on, you would think you'd be a little smarter. He's a politician. You'd yeah. be a little smarter. Than you know, but when you're the governor of New York, and it's like, depending on where the people are downstream and they're part of your administration or somebody work for somebody or something, mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? You got to know better. You got to know better. But I'm just like, this sexual harassment shit is just fucking out, out, out of control right now. It's like, it's, yeah. I don't know, man. I know. I'm, it's, it's not popular when, opinion. When I was younger, I was hitting on every girl who walked into place, and now it's like, I, I yeah. tiptoe around like, hi. Yep. I mean, fuck, I, I couldn't, you know, thank God I'm older now, and I just... The shit, because I can't, you know me, I, what did you, with the inappropriate norm they used to call me, I, inappropriate Iggy, they, they nicknamed me at one point, because I would just say whatever the fuck was on my mind, I didn't care, whatever, so, and I still do it, I still do it, I get away with it, because I laugh and whatever, and people know sense of humor, but, fuck man, this guy, so, I don't have a problem, I mean, I have a problem with some of the stories I'm hearing about the sexual harassment and this thing, I don't think he's a, uh, I don't think he's a threat Jimmy okay. you know what I mean like and it's like it's just out of control right now with uh, this guy and I'm not a fan of Cuomo's at all and you, you know that uh, so this funny story last last little bit of news but two Australians get lost at sea while drinking beers on an inflatable mattress <laughs> how the fuck did they get so far this is better than a Florida man sorry oh Tony oh my god so they were stranded for several hours after the wind dragged them two and a half miles offshore. Wow. Two men drinking beers on an inflatable mattress off the coast of Western Australia became stranded at sea Saturday when the wind picked them up and dragged them two and a half miles out into the Indian Ocean. Jackson Perry and Noah Palmer were floating outside Palmer's Oceanside House in Mandora, just south of Perth, with an esky full of beers when they noticed they were drifting ever further from the shore. The two friends originally intended to hover about 50 meters from land, but soon found that the wind was pushing them several hundred and several thousand meters out. We couldn't paddle against the wind, and we just kept going further and further out, Perry told the the news. We only aimed to be about 100 meters offshore, max, and before we knew it, we were out to sea. All we knew is that our friend Tex was 30 or 40 minutes away, and we were just hoping he finds us because all of our phones were dying, and we were kind of getting worried at that point. Making matters worse was the fact that the mattress was full of holes. What the fuck were these guys thinking? Oh, and gradually began to sink, forcing Palmer to jump off every 10 minutes to reinflate it manually. Volunteer rescuers eventually received their call for help. Tex was first to respond, arriving on a jet ski with another friend, uh, Ruben, to rescue the strandees. Ruben oh, spots God. things, spots this thing out way out in the ocean on the road and goes, I think that's them, Tex, I recalled. I go, surely not. There's no way they're that far out on this mattress. After spending some three hours adrift, Perry and Palmer ultimately returned safely to land. When asked what they do differently next time, they expressed almost zero regrets. 
definitely check the wind forecast before going. But other than that, pretty good time. <laughs> check the I wish wind. I could have done this in an Australian accent. Oh, my but. God, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, we got to check the wind. But other than that, hey, we had a great time. We are boozed up. Oh, my God. So we're into March Madness. This is kind of yeah March. coming up, coming up. Uh, so I, I printed out a little bracket okay. for us, um, for you. Uh oh. Um, okay. So we've got TV mature audience, Ooh. TV nudity, ah. T- TV strong sexual content, or brief nudity. So we're going to focus in on the bracket of brief nudity oh, today. Brief, brief. Okay. All right. Um, some of these people, ah, we don't know that well, but. Um, the number one seed in the brief nudity bracket okay. is Pam Anderson from oh, Baywatch. Okay, Pam Anderson. And she's going up against Scully from the X-Files. Oh, Pam Anderson. <laughs> Scully. I mean, you know, every once in a while she looks good, good, but come on. All right. So my favorite show, uh, the eighth seed, Robin Shabatsky. Where's she from? From How I Met Your Mother. Tall. She's okay. also in Iron Man and uh, the, okay. the Avengers. She's Okay. Uh, and she's going against Jessica Hamby from True Blood. I don't watch True Blood, so. Now, what did she play in True Blood? I don't know. Because I did watch that show. Jessica. Jessica. Jessica Hamby. Yeah, that's her name in the show. Jessica. Oh. Oh, man, she wasn't that good. Okay. So we'll go with the other girl. Robin, Robin's hot. Too. Okay, so we'll go with yeah. the, the hot one. Robin moves on. All right, the fifth seed, Jackie Burkhart from that 70s show, Mila Kunis. Oh, is right. Okay. And the 12th seed, uh, my old eyes can't read, uh, Joan Holloway from Mad Men. Uh-oh. Joan, now, what did she, Joan Holloway, what did she play in Mad Men? Because there were some hotties in Mad Men. She played Joan. Oh, that was her character named yeah. Joan Holloway. Joan. I'm going to go with uh, the girl from the 70s show. All right. Mila. Mila Kunis. Yeah, she's, she's tough. tough. She's tough. on a subject here for you. All right, here's our 413 seed. It is tough. Uh, Tiffany Malloy from Unhappily Ever After. Um, okay. Or Karen Felipe from The Office. Okay, which one is she? I don't know. And I, I can't think of any hot ones on The Office. Yeah. So I'll go with the other one. Nikki Cox? Yes. Happily Ever After. Good choice. Okay. Nikki Cox. Cox. Okay, that sounds like kind of a porno. It does. Nikki Cox. All right. I don't watch either uh, this show either, actually. Um, either one of these I didn't see. So, uh-huh. Elena Gilbert from Vampire, Vampire Diaries. Okay. Nina Dobrev is her real name. Okay. Or Suri Xerox from 30 Rock. Oh, Christ. I don't know either of those shows, so. Well, I'll go with the vampire girl. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, three usually seasons. vampires are pretty high. All right. Um, now we got Summer Roberts, Rachel uh, Bilson from uh, what the hell? OC. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or Penny Kelly Cuco from the show You Hate, Big Bang Theory. Oh, the blonde. I'll take her. She's hot. Oh, she That's is about hot. the only time I tune in when she's on. She is hot, dude. She's hot. I'll go with her. All right. It's just the guys I don't like on the show. So the next one is Selena, which is Blake Lively from Gossip Girl, or Monica Geller from Friends. Oh. What the fuck? Brief nudity. How'd she end up on that line? Uh, Monica. Oh, no. Who's Monica? Uh, what's your name? Jennifer Aniston? She's not. 
Who plays no, no, Monica is Courtney Cox. Courtney, so Courtney Cox versus Blake, Blake Lively? Yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one. I'll take Blake Lively. Yeah, that's a good, that's she's, a good she's pick. Hot, good man. pick. All right. Now we're down to uh, Topanga Lorenziv or Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine that girl tying you around with that golden rod making you tell the truth. What are you thinking right now, Norm? <laughs> Shit, baby, I'm looking at your teeth. What the fuck? All right. Tell the truth. I am. Second round. Here oh, we go. So, so this is one bracket. I got Wonder Woman, Blake Lively, and Pam Anderson. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, this is just one well, bracket. I know who's getting to the, like, the, the last bit of this. Yep, yep. So next we got CJ Parker, Pam Anderson versus Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, we'll go with Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson, CJ. I would have went with Robin. I fucking love Robin. She's Actually, I don't really know that show, so I can't say. All right. Jackie from that 70s show, okay, yeah. Mila Kunis. Okay. Or Nikki Cox. We'll go with uh, Mila because Mila. I know who she is. Yes. Okay. Jackie. Jackie, yes. All right. Um, Elena Gilbert, Nina Dobrev versus Penny Kelly Kuko from Big Bang Theory. No, who was the first girl? What is she? Elena Gilbert, uh, Vampire Diaries. We'll go with uh, Penny. Penny. Penny from the, uh, Penny's the, moving on. Because I know her, so I know who she is. Here's the tough one. Okay. Wonder Woman versus who? Blake Lively. Oh man, you put them in the same side? I want to go with Jimmy. I'm going to still go with Wonder Woman because that girl is fucking smoking. God damn, she's smoking. All right. They picked the right girl for Wonder Woman, I got to tell you. <laughs> she's coming out of here. She's coming oh, out of the bracket. Poof. All right, here we go. Final four in this bracket CJ versus Jackie. Pam Anderson versus Mila Kunis. I'll take Jackie. Jackie. I like brunettes. Woo! I like brunettes. And there's the upset. See ya. Penny. Oh, no. Fucking Wonder Woman. Wonder and then we'll just Wonder Woman. It's Wonder Woman. God damn that girl. Wonder Woman she's makes the She's knocking floor. bullets away. She's making tell the truth. She's tall and hot, man. She's smoking fucking out that chick. <laughs> Do you know that she actually was in the military in the uh, Israel mm -hmm. uh, military and she taught like in combat and yeah. shit? God damn. I wonder why they said... I wonder why that was a brief nudity bracket, but... Man. Fuck, that'd be there a, you go. she'd have been a freeze frame. We'd freeze that fucker right now. Oh, my God. Freeze frame. Oh, she, we should have just, you should have just mentioned her in the beginning. I'd have just skipped right to the end with her. That's a good one, man. Fuck, that girl's good looking. Man, I'll tell you, last week, we I had so many categories that I did a lot of prep work that we didn't even get to last week, oh, okay. so. Um, oh, bro code for this week. By the way, that was our Marianne and Ginger. It's oh, okay. March Madness version. Oh, Marianne yeah, and Ginger okay. is God the damn, is brackets. Woman. We're doing brackets. Uh, I, I would have liked that one to come down to Blake Lively and Wonder Woman. So. But that's okay. March Madness is all about brackets. It, so, it is. It is. Uh, for Marion and Ginger. All right, the bro code. Bro code 43, because it's episode 43. Article 43, bros love their country. Right. Unless that country is not the U.S. That's true. <laughs> and bros love patriotic chicks. Ooh, like Wonder Woman. You ever see a chick in a nice patriotic bathing suit? Yeah. It's always good. Mm -hmm. It's always good. Red, white, and blue. Stars and eight, uh, salute. Yes, it's standing at attention stuff. for sure. So uh, I'll talk a little Flyers and Sixers. Sixers are on uh, somewhat of a roll. Yeah, they're doing pretty I, good. I think they're they responding well to uh, Doc Doc Rivers. He's a good coach. He's got him be playing. Finally, he's got somebody yes. telling him, "Hey, this is what you do." Yep. So that's good. He's a good coach, and yeah. he's he's doing the right things with Simmons. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's got him playing good. Um, I did read something the other day with uh, Curry. Um, since he's had COVID, 
his stats have gone like they've just poof, really? fell off the shelf. Yeah, so he was like in, in this article on uh, athletes that got COVID and then their production went down. Hmm. Like the other one that was on the list was the running back from the Cowboys. So he had... Oh, really? Is he go, Jim? Yeah, they, they said he was way off this year, so... It was a weird year for, you know... Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but, you know... All right, uh, and the Flyers. Flyers came back and beat the Pens, which was a good they one. Lost today, though. Oh, did they? 4-3, yeah. Uh, so I thought that was the afternoon. I had to drop Luke off at uh, yeah. the Panera, and they got the Champ Sports Bar, and all these guys were coming out, and I'm like, oh. Who did they play, the Pens? Pen, Pen, Pens. Pen, Pen, oh, man, they... they they have uh, not that many games left, and they're right on that borderline of making the playoffs, man. Really? Yeah. I thought they would have been in easy. Yeah, they had games in hand and losing these games. Beating the Pens the other night was huge. Isn't that amazing? Like, the other game, other night I was watching, and it's, like, so amazing. Flyers win in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh wins here. It's always, like, yeah. been that way for some freaking reason. I don't know. They, they don't, well, you really... Was there fly? Were there fans in the stands? I didn't Philadelphia. Notice. I, I think didn't today was the day. Was that today that they could have fans in the I stands? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it was like. I just saw an announcement that uh, come April first, they're going to have all fans in the stands in California for baseball. What do you mean by all fans? Well, I'm not sure if they put a limit on it, but they're saying hey, they California is really strict. They're they're opening up because they were saying that the the three teams have like the uh, Angels, the, the A's, and the Dodgers have home games, so. I can't wait to see that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, me too. I just heard on the radio on the way over, uh, Kenny Chesney's playing at Giant Stadium in August. I go to Kenny Chesney concert every yeah, I've year. Yeah, I've been. He's good. Uh, so he's, this concert is so much fun. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, they're already planning that for August, and it's not limited See, It's full stadium. Nice. Sweet. Wow. Bring it great. on. Yeah, dig it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. So um, I saw something last week. I didn't, you know, last week we didn't really talk too much sports, but did you see the starting pitcher for the Red Sox um, in spring training? I, I don't know who the guy is, but there's a new rule this year that you can end the inning. Yes, they gave a 10-run rule. Uh, yeah. 25 pitches. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't see it, but I, I read it uh, for the Red Sox. Who the hell was it? He, he, he was like his first start, young guy, and he just was getting smoked. Yeah, uh, and he it was like they called the inning, yeah. like twenty five pitches. It's like he yeah. only gave up two runs. Yeah, but it was like they, yeah, they were getting hammered uh, against the Orioles. Yeah, I, I I read about it. Yeah, I'm like that's interesting. Yeah. So that's a new spin on things, and yeah. I mean I like so in minor league baseball down there, a ball, um, they put you on a clock to pitch, and it goes. Otherwise, it's a ball, and the clock is right. So the umpire can see it. It's right in dead center field. And you can see it. It's counting down. I guess the pitcher can see it too. But you have, it's time or it's, yeah. you know, it's a ball. Let's get going, yeah. So I, you know, they were trying it out in minors. It never made its way to the majors. But they do some of this stuff. I mean, that would never, I mean, spring training, games end in ties. It's yeah. like that. You they know? would never do that in the regular no. season. Yeah. I so. mean, it's not so much the pitchers that hold them up. It's like the batters dicking around, getting in and out of the bar. Let's go. Right. You know? No ma. No ma. He was, I was just thinking, he's the worst, playing with his gloves and shit. Like, let's go. <laughs> Fuckhead. It's funny. No ma in baseball, and then you had, uh, what's what the guy? Golf. Yeah, Garcia. Garcia, he's a pain in the ass. He was slow, and I remember watching him come through, Sergio. Him come through, and then John Daly hitting up into him. 
It was funny. He was so pissed off. Smoking a cigarette out in the freaking fairway. Boom. Fired it to the ground. Just steps up and just fires a shot right up there. Sergio's walking off the back of the green. John Daly didn't give a shit. Funny stuff. So, uh, anything else? Phillies, uh, I don't know. I Phillies really have been actually on a lot on the, the, the Major League Baseball Network. Have they? They were on last night and they're on tomorrow against the Yankees. I saw an article this week, and it had uh, it ranked the teams this year who they thought you know number one team all the way down. So of course they had Dodgers number one, mm-hmm. but this article had Yankees two. The Yankees are up there. They they got a strong team. Okay, but then it was like, guess who they had third? There's no way this team should be third. Uh, the Mets maybe. Yeah, they had the Mets third. Yep, Mets had a lot of free agent pickups. But they shouldn't be third because they haven't played together yet. No. They should probably have Atlanta. Atlanta was fourth. Okay. But I thought Atlanta's a better team than... Yeah, and plus they're a proven commodity. They played together last year. The Mets, you know, you can bring all these superstars together and they may not mesh. Mets are still young, too. They're young, but they they picked up a lot of guys, so they think they're going to be good. But what happens on the field? Do they come together? So, no, I think you're right. I think they, they should be maybe top... I had the Phillies. Seven. My God, I think they had the Phillies like 19th. Really? Yeah. Phillies are closer than people think. They, if they get one more good pitcher and a big bat, they're ready to go. They it's can the really... starting pitching, though. They have two guys. Yeah. yeah they, they got Wheeler another, and Nola. They need another uh, starter, good starter, and then another I think the big bullpen bat. will be good. I mean, you think, I, I wonder, is that guy coming back got hurt last year that we got from the Yankees? Oh. That reliever. He was, they gave him all the money last year and he got hurt before the season basically started. Uh, okay. He was stud for the Yankees, hmm. and they, they gave him all kinds of money, and he got hurt. And you know, I hope so. Hopefully, it was a, a, just a one-year deal. Yeah, so we'll see with the Phillies. Um, and the Sox were—I think the Phillies were 19, the Sox were 20th, something yeah, like they're, that. They're—they're real young. They made a lot of changes. Yeah, so but I was surprised could... that both those teams, you know, were—I were, mean, the Phillies were only ahead of the Marlins in the East. Yeah. They had the Nats ahead of them, yeah. obviously Braves, Mets. Um, yes, it, both of them are kind of the same boat, you know. The Marlins made the playoffs them. last year, by the way. I know, I know. And they had Tampa Bay at like 15, 16. Really? Yeah, they, they won, won the, the division. They went to the World Series. Right. They had Tampa Bay ahead of them. Uh, and they just got one of their pitchers they had a few years ago go back, they, Archer. So. But they did lose a couple of key free agents. Yeah, right? they did because they can never keep anybody. No. You know. Dead last was the Pirates. Really. Yeah. Okay. They always surprise you, though. They always, somebody it's always just, surprises you. Yeah. One of those teams that pick between 15 and 20 will be in the playoffs. The, the small team this year, small town team, I guess it's not that small, but Minnesota, the Twins are going to be good. Yeah. They're always kind of competitive, either in the playoffs or vying for a playoff. Again, another tough division, though. You got... You got uh, the Indians. You got the White Sox are really good this year. The White Sox are going to be very good. I mean, the Royals have kind of fallen off. but Right. Yeah, they're starting to make moves that come back. But I think the White Sox are going to be – and they're real high on the White Sox. Where did they have them? Top seven? They did, yeah. yeah. They were up there. They, they got a lot there. of young guys that they got from the Sox. Dave Dombrowski yeah. gave away our farm system to get Chris Sale, which was nice. We got a World Series out of him. But – Half their starting lineup is, is from the Red Sox. Hmm. Thanks to Dave Dombrowski. All right. Would you rather segment? Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I had all these from last week, so okay. I guess I'll pick three for us. Right. Um, would you rather be an extra 
in an Oscar-winning movie or the lead in a box office bomb? <laughs> uh, uh, an extra? No, I'd rather be the lead. That way I can say to my hater, I am. Oh, that movie sucks. Well, you know. So what? It's me. You see a lot of me. <laughs> Where is it? Was that Jimmy who just walked past there? You know? I, I think I'm with you on this one. Uh, it's a tough one. You know, an extra in an Oscar-winning movie. Some of the Oscar-winning movies suck. Yeah. Right? And it's like, but some of the movies that are box office bombs then all of a sudden go to Come video. Up, they become a cult favorites. Yeah. And you're the lead in yeah. that. Like, Ra- like, like Rambo, First Blood was nothing, but then it got to video and then now it's a... But that was, you know, it's uh, back then. Sylvester Stallone, you yeah, know. That's true. <clears throat> Would you rather lounge by a pool or mm-hmm. on the beach? Beach. I go pool. I like the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I like the beach too. Um, but the pool is like, you got the toilet right there. Well, with the beach, you got the toilet right there. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go in. You never go in. I gotta go in. <laughs> I'll be back. Waist deep. That's what, and there's no chemical they can put in that thing, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny stuff. That's a good one, man. Um, uh, no, 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 I can't read that one. Uh, uh, all right, because I, I kind of had something like this happen to me. Uh, would you rather spend a week in the forest hmm. or a night in a real haunted house? Uh, well, I, I, I don't, I gotta be honest, I don't like camping, so I don't want to be in the forest. I think I can deal a night with a haunted house. Yeah, so I plus it'd be interesting and a great story. Like, man, I was in this haunted house, man. A haunted house would be cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you wouldn't sleep much, but yeah, get hammered and start talking to ghosts. Uh, you know yeah. what? You guys want a beer? So that's what I did. I stayed at this hotel down in Saint Pete. It was called the uh, I don't know, Mavoy, whatever. I don't know. But there were all these stories, and one of the baseball teams had just played down there. Uh, somebody from the West Coast had played Tampa. And they were talking about the, uh, God, what the hell is the name of the hotel? Um, you could probably Google it and it would come right up, Haunted Hotel in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I didn't even know that this hotel had been thought of as being haunted. Okay. And I read the freaking article on my way down there about this. I, I, you know, I want to say it was like the Dodgers. The Dodgers have played in Tampa, like not the World Series. This is years ago. All right. Dodger too. So I... I, it was somebody from the West Coast played there, and they were like talking about how haunted the hotel was, and all these players were telling their different stories. I read that on the way down there. I'm like, I can't fucking believe I'm staying there this week at this hotel. So um, I only stayed the one night. So I checked in on the Friday. We have the banquet that Friday night. I check out early Saturday morning. Well, anyway, I get into that room, and uh, it's beautiful, freaking hotel. But, you know, we go to the banquet, I get a little tuned up, and uh, I go back to my room, and like, you know, you just lay in there, all of a sudden the fucking curtain's moving. Like, curtain's moving behind you right now. It's the fucking same thing. I never thought of it. I'm like, oh my God, a curtain. It's the freaking it's air heat. conditioner blowing yeah, up on the whatever, fucking thing. Man. Yeah, well, you start thinking, yeah, exactly. You know, then you, you fall asleep, and you hear like a bang in the middle of the night. It's probably yeah, somebody's somebody fucking door. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I got one similar to that. We went out to Chicago a few years back, me and my sister, Colbridge, uh, one of my nieces, and uh, my youngest niece was worked. She was doing an internship in Chicago, so we go to visit her. And my sister and my nieces are huge into 
ghost and shit like that. They love this shit. So we get there and we go on a ghost tour, one of our first nights there. And so we go doing, you know, and Chicago is supposedly one of the most haunted cities in the country. Yeah. We, we make a few stops. We do this. We do that. The thing ends in the lobby of the hotel we're staying at. And the, do, the woman doing no. the... No. Yes. The woman in the said, this hotel here is the most haunted in the city. Is anyone staying here? And we're all like, well, us. And she's like, oh, my God. She goes, and she says in front of the whole crowd, what floor are you staying on? And we said the floor, oh, my God, that's the most haunted floor in the most haunted hotel. She's fucking what you mean. No, she was not. Oh, no. So, you know, after, after the tour was over, well, that was kind of the end. My sister, of course, goes off. She's chewing the girl's ear off like, okay, what's this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'll show you pictures after. Uh, we took some funny pictures. But they're like, there was one room, and they made a movie about this hotel with John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson where he spent the night and he, and 1406 is the name of the movie. Okay. So supposedly one room is, was so haunted that they walled it off and they don't rent it anymore. <laughs> so then they told us a few stories about, hey, there's supposedly there was a, a woman who during the war lost her husband. She was staying there with her two kids. She was so upset that they lost her husband. She threw her kids over the side and then she followed them over. And on the floor we're staying, supposedly this little ghost of a kid runs around. Oh, shit. So everybody knows it's a, and here's a funny part of this story. Everybody supposedly knows it's a haunted hotel. So that weekend, there was like a bachelorette party going on. So first of all, I get on a, a, an elevator. It's uh, just me and this girl, and we go a few floors. We don't say anything. All of a sudden, I turned to her. I said, I'm not a ghost, by the way. And she just busts out laughing. And we started talking about how, uh, oh, my God, do you think this is haunted? I'm like, I don't know. So then there's this other uh, part of the weekend where they had these creepy stairs. It was like a very old hotel. And I didn't feel like waiting for the uh, elevator. So I'm running up the steps, running, running. And as I get to this one floor, I hear a bunch of girls, like 10 of them, like gathering, talking. And I get to the floor and I guess they heard me running. And I get, and I stop. I'm like, I'm like what's up? And they're like, oh, oh, we thought you were some kind of ghost. I'm like, nah, just an old, uh, old out of breath old man. I got to keep going. And I go, I'm like, we thought you were going. But I mean, we didn't see nothing or hear nothing. But right. supposedly that was drank enough. It was just that. some stories, you know. But uh. a couple of years ago, I was um, the, my the owner of the last company I worked for the, in the energy industry <clears throat> would take a group up into Buffalo. You know, he had old friends up there and um, people would come across from Canada, and he would do this big dinner. So <clears throat> before the dinner, he checks us into this hotel. It's me. Um, him and um, one of our newer sales guys, right? So he checks us into the hotel and you drive up to this thing and it's like, this is no regular hotel. This is really weird. Here, it was a former state hospital. Oh. Jimmy, the- They make movies about that shit. The, <clears throat> the insane freaking, asylum? It was an insa a former insane asylum oh. in, and it's turned into a hotel in Buffalo. The the doorways, like the doorway to your room was so high because they said they would have the people tied to their mattresses and they would flip them upright and like cart them out of the room. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This, the rooms, I'm telling you, it was wow. like the doorways were so high. Now that would be like a, a, a movie or that's where you it was, experience something. It was insane, but it was beautiful inside. Oh, I mean, this place was... They really did it up. Oh my God. And so... It was so many different rooms, and then, like, you know, it was, like, open way. 
and they had little bars, like little coves, little bar areas. But they were like little rooms. You would go into like, and it was a little bar area, and it would be like really tight quarters, and you're just drinking with a bunch of people. This is a shock therapy bar. But there were all kinds of pictures on the shit, like you're just saying, old pictures of what it, what they did there. Oh man, and it was like, uh, it was a weird night. Very weird. Did you run into Jack Nicholson? I did not know. Oh, I have another drink there, Mr. Oh. You killed your children. I, uh, they weren't being they didn't behave. It was, it was definitely a weird night. You ride um, around that place in your little uh, big wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go in that room. All work and play. All work and play makes Jack a dull boy. Come and play with us, Danny. He gets a little big wheel and he rolls out, man. Yeah. Good stuff, though. Um, it was... It was a fun time, and I, you know, of course, Buffalo. Right, you wake up the next morning. And it's freaking a foot of snow. There was so much snow, and um, so the guy who I replaced, right, he was the national sales manager before me. Had opened. Have you ever had this stuff called kombucha? Mm-hmm. So the owner of the company and this, he turned this guy on to this stuff called kombucha. It's like a probiotic drink, right? It's like this kombucha tea or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So this guy made it. He's very famous. It's called Bootleg Kombucha is his brand. Mm. And, you know, he's at Wegmans. He's, like, at all the places okay. you can get this stuff. Um, but, you know, because you get that Rochester. Wegmans is out of Rochester, so he was up in Buffalo. And his, okay. But, yeah, it's good stuff. And um, so, you know, I toured his factory and all that stuff. Nice. But he was the national sales manager before me. And um, he got turned on to this stuff by the owner of the company. Nice. And... Um, so they had stayed friends and everything. So he was at the dinner and stuff and did the tour. And, but we went to his place the next morning in all that snow. God. Wow. But the, the owner was the guy I told you. He went to Penn State. Oh, okay. You know, he was uh, in the same fraternity as Wes. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, yeah, you did tell me. All right, so uh, we're back with a Florida man story. Last week, that was pretty cool. Everybody had their Florida man story. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Everybody had something. Everybody has something dumb they've done in their yeah. life. Yeah, sure. Tony's tag shit with the cars. That was freaking hilarious. That is crazy. That's freaking nuts, They're right? crazy, you do. So they get killed doing that shit. I know, right? So, Florida Man this week. Florida Man makes three hole-in-ones wow. in five days. And, wow. And um, I've just had luck, said Naples' Jim Walken. Um, he recently made three hole-in-ones in one week at Heritage Bay Golf Club and Country Club. That gives him a total for 11 in his career. I golf a lot. I've yet to have a hole-in-one. Now, did he have three at the same golf course? He did. Same hole? No. Three different, different hole. holes, which is incredible in itself. I right? mean, a hole-in-one regardless is pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. Yeah, they had all the stats in there. Anyway. But wow. That's a good Florida man story, that's you know? a good one, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got, I golf a lot. And um, I've come close a couple of times. Uh, twice I've golfed with people who've had a hole-in-one. I played in this uh, outing where um, it was down the shore. It was like this unbelievable thing. It was a whole Villanova thing. And Westbrook had donated all this shit. He didn't play in the tournament, but he had donated all this shit to um, the tournament. Big money tournament. And... Um, yeah, this guy with us, the worst golfer of the four of us, hits a shot and just <laughs> boom, boom, into the hole. And uh, we're like, what the fuck? Like, hole in one. They're like, no, no, no. And we go down there, and he's like, no, I think it went over to green. We're like, look in the hole. There it is. Wow. And it was like, that was it. You know, we didn't pay for another drink. And like wow. it was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. And 
the golf tournament, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, you get a hole in one. So yeah. our our company runs a golf outing. They didn't have it last year. They're supposedly having it this year, and they have like a shorter hole, like a you know par three, where if you get a hole in one, you have a chance to win a car. Yeah, which is kind of cool. And people and the car people do that. They have the insurance now. Usually, what they do in those is they'll sell a couple of tickets. It's like a raffle kind yeah, of thing. And, yeah. yeah. And you can try your chance, but the companies that do that, there's insurance for that. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been in a lot of those tournaments. I've never seen anybody win a car. No, no um, I've never seen anyone win a car. It's so rare. All the ones are rare in three in one week. Jesus yeah. Christ. Wow. Yeah, well, he must be a pretty good golfer to begin with. The other one, um, I was golfing with Rob Schaller, uh, and there was two groups, and we had caught up to the group in front of us. And it was Rob Schaller, and I can't remember who else was with us. This guy hits one, and he just freaking tops the ball off the course. And it just goes down, 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 down. Hits the fucking flag and goes in the hole. There was no sand, nothing in front of the green. He just line drive, like freaking top the ball. Right down, hits the flag and goes in. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, this guy. Hey, good for him. Hey, you got it, right? Hey. Yeah, so I got to see one. I had a, I was, I've had a couple of really cool things, which... Um, one time I was playing in Florida and it was a par five and um, I hit a blind shot my second shot and I can hit the ball pretty far and my second shot I hit uh, a three wood and I go up there and the ball's two feet from the hole so I get an eagle but I almost got an albatross which is freaking unheard of a two on a five which is better than a hole in one you know hole in one is a one on a three I mean it was insane but um, I've had a lot of eagles in my life Um, but never had a hole in one I did come close in Michigan playing with uh, Dean and Darren one time okay. and uh, yeah. you, should go, you should go play with Colbridge and those guys he plays I would love Colbridge to. is good I think now with my schedule the way it is I think I'll, I'll have yeah. a better chance of doing yeah we're that. supposed to be going uh, Good Friday which is April 2nd this year of course I blow but you know they, oh you play, play too now how can I get in on that uh, if they don't have a fourth I'll let them know yeah okay because you know, I'd love so, to do that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, our foursome is usually my, uh, Johnny Cole, which is my nephew, me, and then this other guy, Frank, who used to be my roommate. But if he's not in our foursome, then he could be our foursome. Yeah, I'd love so to, I'll, man. I'll let, yeah. but you guys, like even little Johnny, he's, he can crank it, too. Yeah, He I'm can sure. bring it, man. Yeah. It would be fun to golf with him. <laughs> and you, I would have golfed with nice. yeah. I'm like, okay, let's pick it up. And me and my nephew just kind of laughed the whole time. All right, let's go. And I just break his balls. And drink it? Well, yeah. Oh, of course. Fuck it. All right, good. It's Colbridge and my nephew. All right, here we go. So this is it. Wrap it up with our last uh, section of the, the week. It's our Mount Rushmore. This week, okay. our Mount Rushmore of Cinderella stories. Cinderella sto- there's so many. the NCAA tournament due okay. to our March Madness Man, focus March this Man. month. <clears throat> so, you know, I was thinking about this, and, you know, I kind of looked up few, a few of them just to remind myself. And there's a lot, you know, and... You know, you think about, you know, the Cinderella games or Cinderella story, you know, so I wanted to go with the whole story. Story. For me, like the beginning to end. So then I started thinking, okay, who went the furthest? There was even a couple who won. So I was like, all right, let me concentrate on the one. Because there are some Cinderella stories. We're going to have a lot the same. Yeah, so I mean, we could say any Princeton game, because Princeton, they were a nightmare to play. Because they would play a great game. I mean, Absolutely. to me, that's how you play basketball. You pass it around and you hit that. Dude, what was easy that bar shot. we were at where they lost that game? To Georgetown, eighty-nine. I, I, that was on there. Uh, that was at uh, clowning around Gavin's. Gavin's. I in, think it's in still Gavin's. It's right Warrington there. Warrington or Warrington. No, no, no. It's on. Uh, it's in Horsham. Horsham. Horsham right. Road. 
And uh, that was a great game. But, I mean, you can't say that that was one game and they lost it. That was a Shirley Temple night for uh, Dougie. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> uh, and then there's other games like uh, where Cleveland State upset Indiana, but they went to the Sweet 16, but that was it. Yeah, with yeah. Kenny the Mouse McFadden. And there's a lot of those, and they're great stories. Yep. Valparaiso, who had a miracle shot with a miracle set of play. Drew, the, whatever. Drew, whatever. Is, 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 the father, the son hit the shot. The father drew father up. Father jumps up. And arms. that's a great fucking story. That's, but for yeah. me, what is the best story? Yes. So what is it? And so the story. So for me, number one has to be NC State, eighty-three, yeah. because they it, they they weren't even going to get into the tournament unless they pulled a miracle. Which is a great thirty for thirty. Which is a great thirty for thirty. Uh, uh, what is it? Something move 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 on, advance and move on, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And they, they, awesome. it was a miracle to get the win the ACC because ACC had uh, they had Virginia with Ralph Sampson, yep, yep. they had Michael Jordan and Perkins and all those guys at uh, North Carolina, and they yep. had to upset all these teams. And they did. Then they get to the tournament, they barely get by the first few rounds. They have some miracle finishes, unbelievable. And finishes. then they play Houston, and everybody thought they were going to kill them. Fisland, what a great! I knew I thought they were going to kill them, and they upset them. Yeah. So for me, that's one. Number two's got to be Nova. Oh Same thing. They were another yeah. team that probably wasn't going to get into the tournament. Nope. They got a favorable. Yes, they did. They Once they got in there, they started matchups. And by the way, let's not forget that both, I think, NC State and Nova, right? It was only 32 teams, right? No, no, no. They, they both had... 64? Yes. They both had... So, oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, 32 yeah, yeah, yeah. teams was like in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Um but no, they were both 64 teams. But I mean, they both had to win six games. Right. And then they both ended against teams no one thought. They, you know, like Nova, Georgetown. Georgetown. But the one thing that uh, Nova had over uh, NC State was they had faced Georgetown a few times and Twice. was not intimidated. Dude, by them. and they were tight games. And they were all tight games, so they weren't scared Pink, of them. Pinkney could guard up on uh, yeah, he, Patrick Gillen. Because he had a, a, an unusual shot. He could move it over here, Pinkney, and, you know, avoid the block. Yep. And they were not intimidated by them. So that was There was no three pointer back then. Was no. There? For either no. of them. No. no. I mean, there was a three pointer in the ACC, but they didn't make it, right. you know. Because you know, Harold, uh, I mean, Nova shot like 70 something percent, right? Yeah, something crazy, which yeah. Harold Jensen, whatever his name was. But they. Jensen, yeah. it was great, great game. So those two for me, because they both went on to win it. And now there's a couple other ones, but for me, then there's two other ones where very small schools that you would never think that would win basketball. Oh, boy. George Mason, 2006. I mean, they came out of nowhere. If you saw them, okay, we're playing George Mason. Win. Right? And they get to the Final Four. There was nobody on the team. I don't think any of them went to the pros. And their coach now is, I I forget where he's playing, coaching now, but he's coaching, I think he's at Miami, maybe. Um, And then the other one is uh, VCU. Yep. 2011 also went to the Final Four yep. with Shaka Smart, who's now at Texas, and they were just. They is he played. still in Texas? Yes, he is. Okay. And they went on, and you know, some a consolation is the two times Butler, Butler. That's right. My... Well, no, their consolation, not my top four, but two Butler times. Butler beat VCU though. They they beat him that year, that 2011. Year. Yes. But I mean, make it to the championship. The only game. reason I didn't say them over uh, VCU is because they went to the championship game the year before in 2010. And nearly beat Duke. So two years uh, in a row, Butler went to the, the and finals. And that game was in Indianapolis, I think. Right. So two years in a row, they both. So that's why I picked VCO over. Because Butler yeah. was a you know a little one year now. But, so that's my four. It's got to be NC State, Nova, George Mason, VCU. All right. So very, very similar. Uh, the only one, 
My number four would be Lyola Mar- Marymount, Bo Kimball. Right. They right. went to the Elite Eight. They didn't and, get and to that the And that was, a, you know, a, a tearjerker, you know, pulling the heartstrings. And, you know, the gathers. first game, they score 145 points. Second game against Alabama, they score 62 points. Yeah. Alabama slowed them down. Slowed and them down. You know, so get to the Elite and Eight. And then they actually, I think they had beaten the champ from the year before, and then they get bumped out in the Elite Eight by UNLV, and no one was beating UNLV. Right, there. right. Yes, correct. Yeah, they got beat by you. Uh, my second would have been that Butler team that Brad Stevens coached. They had a twenty-eight and ten record. They weren't that great, right? And they went all the way to the championship game, lost to UConn. Yeah, uh, but they beat that VCU, who was also another a Cinderella team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the Final Four. Yes. So it was Final VCU four to get to the and championship. Butler. Yep, to get to the championship, which was unbelievable. You were like, yep, "This yep. is the greatest ever." Right. It was an eleven right. seed and a. Like an eight seed or a nine yeah. seed or something like that, and then the year before Butler had gotten to the finals too. Yeah, so that was just great. Uh, and then I had number two was nineteen eighty five Villanova team. You already said yeah. your second as well. And my number one was eighty three team NC State, the Jimmy V Jimmy team, v. Sydney Lowe, Sydney Lowe, Barley, Wittenberg, yeah, yeah, and then that little Lorenzo Charles O'Gannon, yeah, who did not took he the does charge too, took the charge Armage of Drexler, which is great. Oh my god, yeah. And, he, and, and that 30 for 30 is And he great. was nothing after that, right? No, he was, yeah, he was okay as a college player. But just that 30 for 30 was so great. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like when you, you think about what we had, you know, high school-wise. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, that friendship and everything that yeah. those teammates have forever. Yeah. You know, it's like, and Jimmy got, Jimmy V got the, to, them to believe in that shit yeah. and... And Every year before great. the season started, they practice cutting down on nets, which I think is hilarious. That's freaking awesome. That's awesome. Hey, listen, dream that you can do this. Yeah. It's, and they're all like, who, it, who does this? It just goes to show you, though, that team, that NC State team, how tough the ACC was. They were tough. Georgia Tech was freaking awesome back mm-hmm. then. You know, uh, Virginia. Virginia. Was, North Carolina was fucking good. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, when they were talking about the Virginia game, I forgot. Wake how Forest good. was good. They were all fucking, they were all good. And then, you know, of course, North Carolina with Jordan and Perkins and, and Brad Doherty. Yeah. And uh, who else were they? Jimmy Black. I mean, they were so tough. And, yeah. of course, Wittenberg's mouth. Yeah, I kicked that guy Jordan's ass. I wasn't afraid. No, I, was Cindy a, Lowe. I was a senior. Cindy Lowe. Yeah, he's like, oh, I was a senior. I mean, I, I wasn't afraid. I'm going to kick his ass. And we're like, what did you do? I scored the last four points. Yeah, but what did you do before that? Ah, oh, well, I didn't do too much. <laughs> he was so great in that special. He was. He was. He was kind of like the, the guy who did all the talking. Everyone else is kind of like laid back, like, all right there, Derek, whatever. Buddy. Oh, good storyteller, though, man. Yeah, he was. He and was again, were good storytellers. They were going back and forth. Who was the guy? Um, the one guys went went to the pros, but I guess it was Thurl Bailey. Thurl Bailey was very good in the pros. He went to the but jazz, I think. But in that thing, he was very reserved. He was a very reserved guy. He was yes. laid back, but very good ball player. Yes. And then they were talking about how they were playing against UNLV, and some guy was saying, Thurl, barely, who's he? And then he had a good game. And every and he hey. didn't say anything. Everyone else said, what do you think about Thurl now? Yeah. What do you think that was about great. that, Sid? What do you think about Thurl now? Lowe saying that afterwards. Yeah. No, it's, it's actually Wittenberg. Oh. Lowe wasn't there. It was Wittenberg who did all the talking. Oh, it was Wittenberg. Oh, was that's it. Because he takes the shot at the end of the he game. He takes a, a shot. balls it. And he goes, man, that was a pass. Who was it? Lorenzo Charles. Lorenzo <laughs> Charles. It was the first one caught it and dunked it. And then, like, Is then he it, dead? He died. Lorenzo yeah, yeah. Charles. He wasn't on the Did you see the 30 for 30 for the Houston uh, Houston's version of their point of view of that no, game? No, I, I didn't see So that. then they talk about, like, Akeem, like, hey, what were you thinking about that shot? He goes, I kind of thought it was going to be short. And he goes, I could have jumped up and grabbed Goal it, but I didn't want them to call. So I was backing off for a possible rebound. 
and then the dude just came in behind him and caught it and dunked it. Yeah. And then the, all of them are like looking at it like they're shaking their heads. And they were, they had, they had Akeem, they had Drexler, they had a guy named Michael Young who went pros, Michaud went pros. They were freaking loaded. They got that run in the second half, and it was like, it was over. Here they come. And they were right. They said, get it to the big guy, get it to Akeem, because no one could stop him. And yeah. they, they were saying, shit, we can't stop Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah. And no one could even in the pros. I mean, Drexler getting in foul trouble. I mean, nine out of ten times, Houston wins in a runaway. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, one God. night. And that's what makes that tournament right. so special. And, and that's man. exactly. One, one night, anyone can beat anyone else. It's yep. not like a best of seven. Nope. It's one game. You know, your, your best player doesn't play well or gets hurt or whatever. Yeah. And it's all a big change. So. All right, we got to find something to ride this out with, man. All right. Um, what are you thinking? Uh, let's, well, we came in <laughs> with some 80s. Let's go out with some more 80s. All right, I'll find something something good if I can ever get the speaker on. That was a good episode. I mean, we're already over an hour, if you can believe that. Oh, okay. This shit goes fast. So, um, I don't know. Um, I, I was thinking, I was going to reach out to you say, think if we can get Dougie here today but oh it was too soon yeah uh yeah i'm thinking about i gotta reach out to him and see how he's doing how his job search going but yeah we'll get him going i haven't talked to him you know since in talk, a year yeah i haven't talked to him in well a few actually months. since he was here last year right yeah i gotta reach out to him and see how he's doing yeah i mean it i mean i hope he's doing i mean i'm sure he is he's a he I'm, he's a type of kind of light lands on his feet i think he'll be fine he's he's a champ <laughs> 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 on it there we go. All right. Yeah. God, I remember all these songs when they all came. I was just thinking about our senior year, how like the year before when you were junior, you were all rush, 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 yeah. rush, rush. And then all of a sudden, like summer camp, you came and like, Jimmy, I got this song I want you to listen to. And it was like, drop the bomb. And then we all kind of flipped the switch to like this stuff. Yeah. We all followed you. Like, yeah, Norm switched to this. So we all did. I was down to Shore that whole summer at a Shore house in uh, Wildwood. And, you know, a bunch of Italians and... And it was just like, if you couldn't walk down that boardwalk in in Wildwood without hearing Planet Rock. Planet Rock, yeah. And it was like, what is this? This is awesome. I love this stuff. And then you like had us all, within like a week, we all switched. And I remember like, we were like, where the fuck did this come from? You guys went from this to this? I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, that's good this stuff, all right. man. Yeah, so episode 43. In the books. In the books. Hey, 44, we're going to have a lot of 44s. I know, 44 is a good number. Yeah, a lot of 44s. All right, thanks for riding shotgun with Norman Jim.